Welcome to the Potter Discussion. Welcome back to the Potter Discussion discussing Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, and the Wizarding World fandom. I am your host, Oscar, and welcome back. Finally, 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 finally. It has been far too long since I have been at the mic, but we are finally back recording, and there is some great stuff in store here. You've seen the title, you know what we're talking about, and now you finally know where I went, where my vacation slash business trip was. Um, I went to the UK, London specifically, stayed in Chelsea, it was awesome, I had some great food, I met some really awesome people, and it was an overall amazing trip, made all the more better by my uh, several Harry Potter outings, which was awesome. So, over the course of my trip, I took two guided tours in uh, some, some, you know, buses and coaches, and we went out, and one of them was not Harry Potter specific, but we did pass some Harry Potter locations that I will touch on uh, very briefly at the beginning of this episode, and one of them was a full-on Harry Potter tour. We went to Oxford and the Harry Potter Studios, which was, like, I mean, absolutely the highlight. That will be the vast majority of this episode, uh, so make sure you stick around because there's some really great stuff coming your way, and I will try to make this uh, just a single episode, but it might be pretty long. You know right now, I do not know because you see how long the episode is, but I mean... Let's do it. Let's just do it. There's 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 nothing else to say, so let's get straight into this episode. All right, so the first location we have on the list is a wonderful little town called Laycock. So Laycock is a, uh, a rather, like I said before, rather small town, uh, about an hour or two outside of London, and it is the site for many, many, uh, like, old-timey films. They're not, like... I mean, Harry Potter was filmed. I think that's that's what we're talking about. But uh, there are no power lines. There are no street uh, lines. It is cobbled. It is beautiful. Uh, it is very old too. So that really adds the whole feel. So if you take all the cars and you know close all the windows, it turns into a film set, and it is used so often by so many things. Um, it's been used by Downton Abbey. A ton of stuff was filmed there, and of course, it has been used by Harry Potter. And the Potter House is there. The house that Harry was born in, and I saw it. I went there and I saw it, and someone lives there, which I think is kind of strange because people are just standing outside her window. It's an old woman, I believe. Uh, they're just like taking pictures of her house, so it's it's a bit strange to live there. But it must be pretty cool. But so this is the the set for the Potter house. It, it, it is a real house, like I said. Someone lives in it, and it is it was awesome. I mean, it was like a a blast from not that long ago because I watched Harry Potter uh, in in preparation. But it was so bizarre to see such an often shown film location in real life it was like like the world turned upside down it was so so strange but it was so awesome and i mean laycock by itself was just so so cool it was old and it was sunny that day and i bought like a like a bar of like not a bar when i say that a jar of homemade jam from a stand it was it was really amazing
thing. Um, so if you're ever in town, I would definitely recommend that you uh, check that out. And on the way in and on the way out, we saw the Laycock Abbey, which is a huge abbey. Actually, rather small as the abbeys in England go. But uh, the Laycock Abbey it was used for some corridors in the uh, in the movies. Actually, I think the the I I think some of the Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone um, filming locations were in Laycock Abbey. So I think that was really cool. I got some 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 good pictures. So that was awesome. Um, and it was just a really like interesting and just like like amazing place to go. And there was this room. Well, I shouldn't say room. It's it it like a barn type place, but it was. Like I think it was like it was hundreds of years old. I mean, everything in England was hundreds of years old. It's 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 not the same like almost anywhere else. Um, but this this place was used as a farm stand, and the like people would like set up shop inside there, and then they would sell things and give a tenth of it to the church, which was also in Lake Ogden. I mean, it was like right there too. You saw the Potter House, and then you turned and you walked a bit down like their driveway, and there was the church. I mean, it was a it was a pretty a small town and I mean if I if I ever move I am moving there because that is so awesome uh, you have to rent your house from the uh, I think it's like the Federal Historical Society which bought it it was it's actually a, it's a fascinating story I won't tell the whole thing but there was a a family that owned this town but then they, they couldn't keep it up because of the taxes and all the debt they were in so they sold it to this society I think it was like in the 60s or so or it, I mean not I, the eighteen sixty. I don't know. I, I I don't know exactly, but it was a family. It, it was it was a very interesting. Story. I I encourage you to look it up. Just look up the Laycock story, whatever it is. Um, so that was fascinating. But the Potter House was an absolute highlight. It was so awesome to to walk there, and I mean it, it was picturesque. The sky was was blue. The clouds were were fluffy. Um, there was like you know it, it was I heard the the birds and all the all the, all the bugs buzzing around and all the people kind of wandering in their huge sun hats and stuff like that. So it was an awesome place, and I'm definitely raring to go back if I ever, ever can. I'm, I suspect I won't for a while, but that is going to be in my memory for a long time, and that some of those pictures are going to be in... Actually, I think I'll make a video of those to post on Instagram, um, at the Potter Discussion on Instagram, if you want to check that out, and I'll make a uh, post of the Potter House, the, the, the photos I took, and it's just kind of a comprehensive uh, post of everything that I saw. So uh, check those out. I I think they're, they will be posted by the time you are listening to this um, at the Potter Discussion on Instagram. So that was the the uh, whole Laycock thing. It was fascinating. It was awesome. It was old. It was beautiful. And now I'll talk about the second filming location. And moving on to our second filming location, or I, I should say locations, because this is not one building. This is not one place. This is a, a whole campus. But the place I'm talking about is Oxford University. This is a another uh, very old place. I think this is almost a thousand years old. Uh, one of the first, right, maybe it's the first. I, I'm, the tour guide told me it's very, very old, uh, this place. One of the first universities in the world, which is absolutely cray-cray. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, but this was on my Harry Potter tour, and it was, I mean, an absolute success. It was, like, picturesque 
when we got there, it was raining, but not in like the pouring, like get your socks wet and like the uncomfortable way. But it was like kind of drizzling, and the the clouds were kind of gray. So it was like like the the the, the cobblestones were were kind of like glistening, and like the 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 roofs the the rooftops were you know kind of dripping. It was it was really uh, a a great time to go there. I'm I'm one who likes a bit of a bit of rain. I think it adds to the uh, mood of the place. But uh, that's just my opinion. I know rain's not for everyone, but it was a an awesome trip. Saw some many, many awesome things. And although I couldn't visit all the things, all the family locations in Oxford, there were definitely a couple that I uh, saw, at least through the windows. Uh, there were some library scenes. The restricted section of the library is the Oxford Library. And that scene where Draco gets turned into a ferret, that is in Oxford too. It was awesome to see. Um, but they actually sawed the branch off that Draco was sitting on because people kept climbing up and climbing on it and and sitting on it and Oxford's like no just stop <laughs> so they cut it off which was I I thought it was funny but also kind of sad because we can never see that tree again but I know I'm now I'm doing up um we also walked through Radcliffe Square or not it's not a square we saw the Radcliffe building I should say uh not named after Daniel Radcliffe I will point out that that's what I was like oh named after Radcliffe what well, how that's amazing uh not Daniel after named after Daniel Radcliffe uh we also saw not not a Harry Potter thing but the inspiration for the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. We saw the door that inspired all the characters and a lamppost that, like, was the lamppost. So I personally have not read the Narnia books and I've not seen the movies too many times. But from what I can recall, one of the characters hides behind a lamppost at the beginning. And we saw the lamppost that was inspired by that. So that was really cool. We saw Blackwell Books, which was another amazing location. Uh, that actually has another good story. I'm not sure exactly when this is taking place, but it was uh, fairly recently as in, in terms of history of England. But um, a bookstore opened called Blackwell Books and it was just in one spot. You know, there's like different buildings. You know, there's 41, 42, 43. There's one one spot and people thought oh it's never gonna you know expand it's it's not gonna do well but then it's still open today and i think it's in four uh it bought out <laughs> the three uh stores around it and is now this huge compound of books how i and i walk through it's 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 very modern it's, it's not like an old-timey bookstore but it was very modern and of course the harry potter stand i saw right up front um and there was like apparently this like secret staircase that if you go if you go in like this back room and you go like under the ground there's like a staircase you can walk under and then you like come up in this like bookseller of some sort and I could not stop thinking I want to go down there and I want to call it Honey Dukes because that thing was like I, I was I was I'm I am I should say I am convinced that that is what inspired the passageway from the the witch to the Honey Duke cellar because that is just I mean too much of a coincidence. Um, so this this was a, a, another very very fun place to go, and uh, <laughs> I could oh actually a really funny thing happened. So uh, we we had a bit of lunch time to to spare. So I got I I went to an Italian place which was delicious, and I saw a student walk by, and <laughs> their robes were billing because in uh, in Oxford the tradition is in certain like graduation and in like your 
induction and in like certain tests i'm not I'm, I'm not sure you wear this this traditional garb and the robe is part of that so i saw the student walking by and their robe was like billowing up behind them and i was like oh man it's hogwarts it's hogwarts everything here was just so hogwarts-esque which is funny because that is exactly what inspired this this kind of architecture because in hogwarts um of course england has some some uh really really beautiful buildings and old buildings and uh, some some really cool sites. So I think uh, Oxford was one of the places that heavily inspired uh, not only the author to to make to to describe Hogwarts as it is, but also the filmmakers. Uh, I know Christopher Columbus visited Oxford, and I think David Heyman eventually did too. And they saw um, just like how how much of a, a similarity they could draw between Oxford and Hogwarts. So they used a lot of the old buildings, and there's a lot of uh, really cool stuff that I saw some some similarities just in terms of like the the windows and the rooftops and like some some turrets and stuff like that and uh especially the 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 Radcliffe building which is actually a library the first circular library if you didn't know that uh was another thing that I saw quite um often referenced in the Harry Potter films which I thought was interesting to see in real life another like step back from from reality moments seeing how uh how how much is uh, similar between the real world and the films uh but I mean besides Oxford I could definitely see just walking around London how many things were so similar to Hogwarts. I, I, didn't, I don't have this in my episode plan, but I just want to touch on it real quick because there were some places that I was like, I was convinced were Hogwarts. I mean, I could see how Hogwartsy it all was. And specifically, I saw this uh, in Parliament Square, which is the square with, I mean, if you couldn't guess, Parliament, and Big Ben, and Westminster Abbey, and a bunch of old buildings, and in one of them, I think it was like the very back of Westminster, I saw Hogwarts. I saw, like, this absolute incarnation of Hogwarts right there, and I think it was in the windows, and like, the, like, the border, the trim, I saw this, like, intricate carving of stone, like, like little mini stone spikes kind of coming off, and I wish I got a picture, but, and I Oh my gosh, I, I, I forgot what the building is called, but I think it was next to the uh, church just outside of Westminster Abbey, and it was this, it, it was like the first parliament building or something like that, like where they used to keep all the files and some of the crown jewels. There was some, some, some history for sure, but um, it, like in and around, you could walk by, you know, this modern like building, and then you walk by, you know, like the, the, <laughs> the bridge, and then you see Hogwarts, and there's Westminster Abbey. It was big, you know, like you're immersed in the architecture of of Harry Potter whenever, like almost wherever you go, because everywhere they have some preserved buildings. Um, I think they're called like 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 grade A classified one preserved buildings, and basically what that means is you cannot change the exterior or interior of the building. Um, so you have you you can't do any renovations. You have to leave it the same, and that that's just to preserve the history. There's a lot of that in Bath as well as uh, which is another place. I saw uh, a lot of the buildings are preserved completely because they want to preserve the history, which is a, a, a very cool thing. And, and I saw like these, like the the servant quarters and the master quarters, which is kind of weird. But you know, it was it was history, and then and the Roman baths and all that. 
But um, oh, and actually speaking of Bath, I saw the Bath Abbey, which again, so much history. I encourage you to look everything up. Um, but the Bath Abbey, I thought, looked so much like Hogwarts. There was these the the front doors that were. I mean, almost identical. I mean, so so you know how that like the the style of like like multiple arches, you know. So the, so there's like the doors that, that kind of are like a, like a like in a half circle to kind of like really long half circle, and then there's like the first arch, and it's like the second one, the third. Like they were like twenty arches over the store. It was like stretching up so far in the building, and I went inside that abbey, which was I mean awesome. I mean every abbey I went into looked so cool, and it was so old, and I think in, maybe it was one of the abbeys, like, one of the very first abbeys I visited, oh, yes, it was in the, uh, Southwark Abbey, the South, that's hard to say, Southwark, um, by, I think, the Borough Market, or, okay, it was by a market, it was open to the public, it's called, it's the, 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 the Southwark Abbey, um, they were playing the organ in the Southwark Abbey, which was, I mean, awesome, if I closed my eyes, I could almost imagine that I was walking through the halls of hogwarts and i mean i am i'm taking some creative license here i'm imagining there's an organ in hogwarts but if i close my eyes i can imagine i was walking the quarters of hogwarts hearing the organ on a nice summer day you know the the sun was beating down a nice cold glass of pumpkin juice in my hand um so it was it was a really magical place um all these all these cathedrals and abbeys and old like places preserved and all these amazing places in oxford i mean every single building in oxford is hundreds upon hundreds, even more than a thousand years old. So really, really, really cool places uh, in Oxford that I saw. And, and like I said before, it is this, I mean, expanse. And it's also very jarring if you are in kind of the, the, the section that I walked through at one point where I got my lunch. I You, you turned t- to the left and you saw this, like, these shops, these, I mean, so many Harry Potter shops. I mean, telling you, so many Harry Potter shops. And then you see, like, restaurants and, like, little, like, little mini things. And, and then you turn and there's, like, hundreds of years of history in the University of Oxford. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's this really jarring experience if you don't know what to expect. And I think, I do not know what to expect, but it was very jarring. But I, I got over it. Um, there were some really, really great, um, f- like, recent stories, actually. Uh, some presidents of the United States actually visited Oxford to some, to some, uh, uh, like the uh, uh, a secret restaurant, almost like through a corridor, like like through an alleyway. Uh, we didn't go down there, but <laughs> it was this like like dra- I would say dragon nest. No, some kind of like secret restaurant, bar, gambling place that that a lot of people go to. And so that was fun. There was there was an archway, like an arched bridge, which was which was really cool. Um, that I that I got a picture of, which was a, a very interesting part of the architecture. And there, there was just so much stuff to take in, and there were people mulling around there and like imagine like living there just seems like I mean not only a dream come true but just a fairy tale because living in a place with so much history and so much old stuff is just I mean stunning it, it is just absolutely stunning to be immersed in all the different schools and buildings and just amazing things that Oxford has to offer. And there are like 38 schools, I think, in Oxford. Like you, you can't go to Oxford University. You, you, you have to go to, um, like, like, like one of the schools, which is a very interesting graduation process. And uh, like getting into Oxford is is very complicated because there are a lot of different things you have to apply for and stuff like that. But um, <laughs> a, a lot of fun things I saw in Oxford that was um, really awesome. But I mean, Harry Potter was there for sure. The spirit, the spirit was alive for sure. And I saw um, so many, so many awesome things. But I. Th- 
think it is high time that we move on to the thing that I want to talk about the most. 20 minutes already? Oh my gosh, I just said 20 minutes of my recording. I wanted to get this done in at least, oh my, okay, okay, we're moving on because this next thing is going to take a long, lot more time. So let's move on to the Harry Potter Studios. And now, the thing you have all been waiting for, the topic that is going to be the most fun to talk about, the eighth wonder of the world, the Harry Potter Studio Tour Soundstage K Soundstage Day in Leaveston, South East England. Yeah, woo, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, now finally we are getting into this, this, the, the topic that I was planning to talk about far earlier, but somehow 20 minutes passed when I was trying to talk about the <laughs> Oxford and Laycock, um, but for good reason. So now we're moving on, we are in the Harry Potter studios, and let me tell you, this was awesome. If I was going to choose one thing to see again, it would 100 bajillion gazillion percent be this, because this was I'd say the highest well I, yeah the, the the highest concentration of Harry Potter in the world and there was so much here there was so much like just to take in there was so much to see there were so many sets and costumes and original props and and green screen effects and uh and models and doors and staircases and alleyways and cotton sets and i was saying all this over and over again to see I am shocked I got through it in less than, I mean, six or seven hours, which I think four hours I had there, so I had to make that count. I went through it, and I mean, that was, I mean, top ten experience of my, of, of my life for sure. So that's, that, that's going up there. This was, I mean, I... I am going to have to leave it up to you to uh, come up with more descriptive words, but this was just phenomenal. This was the absolute highlight of my entire trip, and I am definitely willing to go back. Uh, I'm not willing. I want to. I, I actively want to. I got back like not 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 like a couple days ago, and I'm already ready to fly out again. So I am just. I was so thrilled to go here, and let me tell you that my my excitement was absolutely put in the right place because this was fantastic. Bit of a disclaimer for before we get into this stuff, it is out of order. It is I I'm excluding things because I would need a lot longer to talk about it than just a couple more minutes in this show. So I think I'm gonna definitely this this is gonna be a longer episode, um, but I'm definitely not talking about everything. I absolutely want to, but I'm not going to do another, like, 20-part series like I did with the reviews of The Secrets of Dumbledore. So, I think we are, I'm just, I'm just going to cover the highlights, I'm going to show you some of the, well, talk about some of the things that I enjoyed the most, some of the absolute best parts, some of the absolute most interesting parts, uh, special effects, how they did stuff, how they made stuff, and just kind of, in general, how this was all done. So, let's uh, start from the beginning, and we are not going to stay at the beginning, let me tell you. But let's let's just start at, at the beginning. Basically, what are the Harry Potter Studios? Well, the Harry Potter Studios in Leavesden are the the original places where they filmed Harry Potter. These are I was walking in the Great Hall in the Great Hall. It's not a recreation. They they didn't move this set. I was walking where the cameras were. I was walking where the characters were. I saw original props. I saw the original tables. Original 
cups for <laughs> for crying out loud and plates and forks and everything the original headmaster's chair the the table I saw Hagrid's costume Snape McGonagall uh Quirrell Flitwick Dumbledore and I mean the Great Hall alone, so that that's that's the first thing you, you see. Um you first enter and you go into this lobby area with the uh dragon in the Deathly Hallows part one or two, um that, that, that used to escape Gringotts hanging from the ceiling, which is pretty cool. And then you start walking through and you start in this kind of uh like like set of rooms that are showing like the, the different posters of Harry Potter and you see um kind of the like the the promotional posters and you see the original film film things and stuff like that and you you also see the cupboard under the stairs which is the first original set you see the cupboard under the stairs and the the stairs the the, the stairs himself which was i mean that that was the first thing i could just see petunia's hand opening the like opening the thing rapping on the door i could see uncle vernon slamming it shut i could see harry sleeping in there and when you got your turn to kind of walk like it was like kind of like snaking through the room and when you got like like the closest you would ever see you could see the original thing you could see the horse harry had you could see the 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 light switch you could see everything which is awesome then you you move through the uh the the kind of snaking of rooms you see all the um some some pictures and stuff like that then you get into this room where it has a bunch of like a kind of like a screen um up on the uh like the upper part of the wall and you watch this video kind of introducing this the studios and james and oliver phelps are the ones who introduced to you which was a a very nice touch and then you get a, a nice speech from the person who is uh, kind of guiding your your group for the first part, and then you get into this uh, mini movie theater, and you see kind of the the introduction of the entire studio, and that is with um, um, Emma, Rupert, and Dan. They they tell you the whole spiel of what to do, and then I thought, which was. A perfect in- introduction to this. Um, they were kind of so. So they they were standing in front of the uh, doors to the great hall, and what they did was they were like, "Okay, great. Uh, we'll see you inside." They they opened the doors and they walked through. Uh, I think uh, Rupert and M went first, and the Dan came out, and he was like, "Oh yeah, just like have fun, make sure, but don't don't touch anything." He went through the door. They closed the door. And then the coolest thing happened. I'm not going to, well, I have to spoil it. If you're going and you want the surprise, skip 30 seconds uh, right now. Okay, now you're alone. But what happened was the screen rose up. And the screen rose up into the ceiling. And behind the screen was the door to the Great Hall that they were just standing in front of. And behind those doors was the Great Hall. And they, they called someone up. Uh, I think it was their birthday or something like that. And they opened the doors and we walked in. And it was really cool. It was a really, really great entrance. The ceilings were, I mean, I mean, vaulted beyond belief. It was this huge thing, and it it was, it was um, a, a flat ceiling. I, I, I probably shouldn't have said vaulted. I meant high. This, there was a very high ceiling. It was a very large room. Uh, unfortunately, there was no magical sky there. I think that might have been an effect. Unfortunately, but it was, it was still a really great place. You saw the windows, the uh, braziers with the fire. Obviously, there it, the, the the real braziers with real fire were not there. Uh, that would have been dangerous. But the the tables were there. The tables were there. The cups. The 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 goblets the pitchers the platters and some original costumes too we saw uh, Cedric's uh, Triwizard costume there we saw like like I said before all the professors so that I mean the Great Hall alone was this 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 amazing experience that I am definitely happy that we saw first because that was a great introduction and I think yeah I mean that 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 was 
that's that's all I can squeeze out of this great haul. Then we move on. You know, actually, you know what? I'm going to do this in order. I'm going to discard everything that I wrote down because I want to go in order here. It's going to take a lot longer, but let's do it. Okay, so we get out of the great hall and we go into this room, kind of the, the I, I will say kind of the main part of the first section of the tour. And the main part, I mean, is pretty much the whole thing it's it's kind of this like snaking way i'm saying snaking that so much it's it's pretty much this kind of winding path i mean that's huge it's this huge room that that's kind of lined with all the sets and all the i mean exhibits for lack of a better word that we are going to be pretty much seeing throughout the entire tour and we start off in this kind of uh, little rotunda of kind of the the like the the director's place and we saw some some videos playing of Christopher Columbus and the some some producers and uh, David Heyman talking about how they really loved working on the 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 movies and all that kind of stuff, and then we we move into kind of the um, Tri Wizard uh, section where we see we see the the baths that Harry used and we see the uh, Madame Maxime's costume and Fleur's costume I believe and Victor's costume and Victor yeah I said Victor already and Karkaroff's costume which was pretty cool and then we see the owl stand that Dumbledore used to talk which was I mean that that was cool because that that's a pretty big part of the um, of the entire series and I, I saw the candle that he used to put out and uh, restore when he said the quote even at the darkest times happiness can be found if one of the members turn on the light I am blue through that um, which I just um, I imagine saying that so much that was funny and then we we move kind of further in here and we see that there is uh, a, a, a staircase in front of us and the staircase is the one of the moving staircases of the whole thing I mean really so so that there is there's some great stuff there and then we kind of get into the the main part here that I'm not gonna go in order now anymore I'm going to kind of um, uh, move through it as I wrote down I know I I am, I, I am, I'm defecting back here. So let's start with the, let's do the green screens. So this is in the second part of the tour. We are uh, skipping this uh, a bit of the place for now. And the green screens was actually a very fun section. It was the second room in the second part. <laughs> and basically what this was, was a, a representation of how they did some of these special effects. And some of my favorite parts here, actually I have, I have three that I that I enjoyed. Well, one of them was a what I call the Dobby Tracker. So the Dobby Tracker was a camera and a screen. Well, three I should say, three cameras and three screens that were set up. You would stand in like the 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 area that it told you to, and then the camera would track your movements as you would move around. And this this kind of three D model of Dobby would also move around, which is cool to kind of see how how they did it. And it wasn't accurate, but it was still cool that the camera just could like analyze your body and kind of see where you were going generally. And it was definitely good at tracking motion, not not really like fine motor function my hand was flipped around the wrong time the entire time uh, but that was that was a very cool part there's also um it, it was very a very small thing on the wall but it, it was a, a kind of like a dementor um exhibit pretty much and it it, it showed the outside of the dementor with like all the cloth and all the black stuff and all the stuff like that and then it showed the underneath the shell that was a uh, blue kind of uh, form uh, that was just a head, a neck, a little like kind of divot for the mouth, and uh, a ribcage. Pretty much, that was it. Um, which was pretty cool. That was another one of my favorite parts of the green screen. 
And then there was also a dragon head, which was the dra- the Hungarian horntail head of the Triwizard Tournament, which is cool. There's a lot of Triwizard in here. And I think that's that's what they used to kind of model the special effects on, which was another, another cool thing to say, that, that that was the original analyzed part of this. And kind of moving on now, we are going to the uh, last exhibit of the of the first section. So this is, I, I, I mean, to make this less confusing, there were different uh, kind of sections. Uh, there, there were two different sections, and there were different parts of each section. So this is the last part of the first section. And that is the Hogwarts Express. Again, the Hogwarts Express. This is the actual soundstage that they used to uh, show Platform 9 and 3 quarters. And... The original Hogwarts Express was there, and we could go on. We could go on Hogwarts Express, and there was steam coming out of it and everything. I saw the tracks. I saw every single thing. It was fascinating, absolutely amazing, and we could go on, like I said. So you you, you kind of wait wait in line. You go on, and what the set design team did was they recreated a, a train car for each of the years. The first year, there was cannon stuff. The second year, there was like books and quills, and we saw scabbers, and, and, and one of them in the sixth, there was the L and R for Lavender and Ron. The heart in, in the, the window kind of fogged up, and actually in the third one, it was cool. We saw the frozen bottle of water, and we saw a uh, handprint of of we, we we saw Rupert's handprint on the window, which which I thought was cool, and you, you kind of moved through that and got off, and that was the kind of section. Now that was the Hogwarts Express, which is really cool. I mean, it was it's 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 a real train. It's a real big train that is. I mean, the the real train, which, I mean, again, again, the Hogwarts Express. I cannot get over the fact that that is the actual Hogwarts Express that was used to film Harry Potter, which is, I mean, I cannot wrap my mind around that. But that is cool. That is amazing. And now I kind of want to talk about the outside area. It, the, in the middle of this, in the, so actually this is right after the Howitz Express. You, you, you walk out of the room with the Howitz Express and you come into this kind of cafe restaurant area. You can get butterbeer, you can get food. I didn't need that, but I went out to the outside area, which is uh, some more sets. And there were a couple here that I definitely want to touch on that were really, really cool. Um, so there was the Burrow. It was a, a, a mini version of the Burrow just for kind of, I think it was like for, for CGI purposes, um, kind of like the model of Hogwarts I will get into later. Um, and there was, so the Burrow, there was the the night bus, like I said, the night bus. <laughs> and there was a section of the bridge that the, like the um, bridge that Harry and Lupin talk on, this, the section of the bridge that the trio now. Virginia and Luna meet on uh, at the end of the Order of the Phoenix, and I walked on it. You can walk on that bridge, and you can also walk in the night bus. So um, I I walked in the night bus. I saw the bed, the chandelier. I went a bit up the stairs. You can, you can kind of see the, the the upstairs floor. Uh, so that was cool, and uh, the bridge was really fun to walk on. What I did, I I had to. I had to. I mean, okay. First of all, it's su- it's surprisingly uneven. I mean, it is like warped and bended and all that kind of stuff. It's like again the the original set. So I had to uh, do the um, Harry and 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 Lupin thing. So I kind of like like lean out over the edge, and it was really brooding and mysterious, you know, <laughs> which was fun because then I was like I was part of that. Um, <laughs> so that was really cool. And another one of the highlights was 
for Privet Drive. So this was again the house. This was for Privet Drive. This one actually they they did have to move um, all this stuff outside. They had to move because they didn't just keep all this stuff outside. Um, so they they but they transported the house. It was it was just like a, like a mile away or something like that. They they transported four and five Privet, Privet Drive because they were uh, connected. And you could you could go inside poor 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 Privet Five uh, for Privet Drive. Unfortunately, the upstairs area was blocked off, which was really disappointing because I really wanted to see it. Um, but you you walked in the front door and you saw the stairs to your left, which again were blocked off. You saw the cupboard under the stairs, and there was the living area. The so you what what you walked through was the greenhouse, the kitchen, the you saw the dining room and the living room. And of course, it was glassed off. You couldn't go in. Um, but there were letters kind of hung on strings to kind of show all the the letters kind of flying around in, in the living room. There were some original pictures, you know, like like literal pictures, uh, framed pictures on, on the mantelpiece. And in the dining room, it was the scene from The Prisoner of Azkaban where Harry blows up Aunt Marge. And we saw the costume for, for um, Aunt Marge. She was kind of blowing up and going off the table. Her, the, she was grabbing the, the tablecloth. We saw Dudley's costume, uh, Petunia and Vernon, Vernon's costume. We walked through the kitchen, which was cool. We saw all the pots and pans. We saw the place where Harry put all the dishes and stuff, the windows, the, the, the drapes, everything. Oh, no, we didn't walk through the greenhouse, sorry. We, we, we saw the greenhouse, and we, we walked through the back door in the house, and we got out, and that, that was for Drive. That's, that's the outside area, which was really cool. Uh, just to, to be in there, to be in Fort Drive. I mean, it was absolutely amazing, but again, the upstairs area. I really wanted to go to the upstairs area, but alas, we did not get to. And now, again, moving on, we're going to the practical effects. This is in the very first section, uh, the, the first room of the first section. And there are only two things in this. Well, actually, technically three. I'm, I'm counting it as two, though. There are two practical effects here. Um, one of them was the Gringotts cart. Again, they're, they're, they're like, the, so the, the, the Gringotts cart that the trio rode on, the wheels were moving. It was kind of like twisting up and down it was going like that so that was a so a practical effect is pretty much uh, an effect that is done with machines and stuff not using uh computers so that was one of the special effects the, the wheels were turning the cart was kind of moving and the second one was the whomping willow i saw the contraption it was like so they had the the car the the blue car and then the the whomping willow branch that pretty much was like like a like a uh, an, an an arm. It was it was on an arm. It it was attached to this metal thing, and it would kind of make like come down, and then it wouldn't touch the car, but it would be it would come really close, and the car would kind of tilt back to kind of mimic the the being hit part of it. And it, there there's a sound effect that played that was kind of you know adding to the effect, which was awesome. And then the third one that was it was to make Hagrid look bigger. It was kind of in this like kind of like this table setup. The 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 trio would sit farther back from Hagrid, farther away from the camera, and Hagrid sit closer, so it would look like they were a lot smaller than him, which is a good camera trick, which was which was really cool. So that was the practical effect section. Uh, and, oh, actually, there was also a, a letterbox. That was the uh, letterbox used to shoot the letters through the front door, and um, the, the worker there told us that uh, the the 
production designers actually made like like hundreds of not hundreds of thousands like I think it, it was it was like ten thousand uh, prints of the letter that Harry gets, and they basically loaded up in, into this like letter shooter that, that they used to sort letters in, in the post office, cranked it up to max, and just sent it through the door for that effect. And we saw a demonstration of it. I got a video. I'll po- be be posting that too. And it was I mean another really really cool thing to just to see uh, to get a peek behind the curtain just to, just to see how how it was done um and that so that was the uh, practical effects section and now on to the Forbidden Forest. This was kind of the um, uh, transition point between the Hogwarts Express and the first section, well, like the first uh, huge room of the first section. And in the Forbidden Forest, there were some pretty, pretty cool things. So I'll, I'll kind of go through them. Um, so the the first thing you see is a kind of a model of Harry, a kind of a, the body model of Harry, and so wearing the original costume that uh, Daniel Radcliffe was wearing as he went in, into the forest to get killed. We also see Voldemort's costume of that, and we see Hagrid's costume um, of the all of which are in the Deathly Hallows. And then we walk a little further, and we get to this place that has this kind of lever that says day and night. You can change the the lighting so it is either nighttime, you know, kind of bluish, or daytime, which kind of like like orange and red. And uh, there's also a statue of Frenzy, which is pretty cool. And then you move farther in, and again, this is a bit of a um, <laughs> not a uh, fun thing to hear about if you are uh, not uh, a fan of the arachnids. So if you have fear of spiders, just skip ahead maybe a minute or something like that. But then we get, okay, skip, no, thank you. Okay, moving on. So now we get into the spiders, and we have the, the um, like, a- Aragog's kids kind of hang from the ceiling, and then, like, every so often, like, musical play and lights will flash, you know, kind of, like, come down on the wires. It's really, really creepy. And also, you don't see it when you walk in, which is why it's so scary, but there is a model of Aragog behind you, and it'll make a loud, like, flash and music, and they'll be like, like the, like the spider, like, like, you know, and Aragog will kind of stand up through a machine, like, kind of like, peer out at you and like kind of like come out and move towards you so um one of the people i was with uh does not like spiders so when Aragog came out they were gone which was kind of kind of funny uh so moving on from the spiders we get into this uh little statue of a i think it was like a scottish hound something like that uh the model that they used for the patronuses what they did was they put the uh like a lot of light packs like uh on on the on the on the dog and they would kind of sends it out there and they would turn on the lights and you could do you could turn on the lights you could like kind of wave your hand in front of like a sensor and it'll like like fl- flash go like and then the, the music of the Patronus will turn on, which is really cool to see how how they did that. There's also a little section on the the trees because they were they, this is this is an actual like forbidden forest. This is the forbidden forest, um, and all and actually before the forbidden forest, I forgot to mention there are the the the, um, the the gates, the gates of Hogwarts with the winged boars, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, so uh, the I mean the the forest is. There's just a section kind of carved out for you to walk through, but there are actual trees and bushes and mushrooms. Well, not real, but as in, you know, they're, they are modeled after real trees and stuff, and you can see, you know, the trees and all, all, all the plants and stuff. And there's a little section at the end kind of talking about how the art department uh, looked at real trees and modeled these ones after, um, like, ones from different, like, forests around the world just to make them really big and really scary and really ominous. Uh, uh, so that was cool. No, that, that was the 
Forbidden Forest. And now moving right along from the Forbidden Forest, we have the concept art. Yes, the concept art. So again, now we are skipping ahead to the second section. This is the walkway from the... It's it's kind of hard to explain. So 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 this is this is the walkway from the 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 model of something that I'll get to later and something else, which I mean is 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 pretty cool. But the concept art is this long haul of all the concept art that was used in the um the 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 film, not like on screen, but it's is what the CGI artists used to create the different things. We saw a lot of really cool ones. We saw. Dementors, house elves, Quidditch World Cup Stadium. We saw the Durmstrang boat. We saw the Bobaton carriage. <laughs> we saw a couple of Hogwarts. We saw some of Harry. We saw some of the Battle of Hogwarts. We saw some of actually one that was really cool of Harry being held up by a Voldemort's cloak in their battle at the very end of the Deathly Hallows Part Two when they're in kind of like the the Skybridge catwalks. Uh, Voldemort kind of like levitates Harry up and his cloak kind of comes out and like, like grabs him and like hair grab, grabs Harry and kind of brings him off the floor. We saw some concept art of that. A lot of really cool things. That was uh, awesome. The concept art and actually on the way out. There was a recreation of uh, one of the set designer's desks, which was cool. And it was like, there was like tea, the real tea in the cup. There was uh, books everywhere, and there was like drawings and pencils, which was uh, really cool. That was a very fun section of this. And now I want to talk a bit about two things that I saw that are among my favorites, I'm going to say. Actually, okay, now now I'm going to count down. I'm going to count down my three favorite things that I saw. Uh, They're all huge sets, I will say. Because, I mean, obviously, how can those not be your favorites? And number three, my third favorite thing that I saw um, was Diagon Alley. So there was a a section that was the Diagon Alley. We saw the we saw Wizard... Uh, <laughs> we, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> we saw Weasley Wizard Weezes. We saw Ollivander. Um, a ton of stuff. We saw Gringotts at the very end, and this is all scaled down stuff. This this is just used for again model filming, um, just for you know when Harry is like walking and then they have a cut to a store. They could use this just to make it seem bigger, and I, it worked. I mean, it worked. This is, they all they all seem huge. Um, so that was really cool. And the lighting I thought was was um, uh, pretty pretty cool. It was like all blue and stuff. And actually. Oh, oh yes, yes, I'm remembering now. In the 20th anniversary documentary, I think one of Dan's entry scenes is him walking through Diagon Alley. So if if you want to see Diagon Alley, just look at that and you will um, you will see, uh, which is 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 uh, pretty cool. Actually, I think they're sitting in the Gryffindor common room, which I which is another thing that I saw. Um, the you know the Gryffindor common room, of course. That was pretty cool. Uh, the the Diagon Alley was definitely my third favorite thing that I saw. Uh, enjoyed that very much. And now the second favorite thing. I am I am combining two sets into this because they are the same thing. Uh, the first is so it is it is Gringotts and it is the original Gringotts Hall that was actually used. I. I am saying this over and over again. I am sorry if if this is your pet peeve for this episode. I am saying the original side because I just cannot wrap my mind around the fact that I was walking in the Gringotts Hall. I was I was seeing the goblins, the costumes of the goblins. I saw the chandeliers. I saw everything. And I took a funny video of the dude at the counter. Um, uh, when uh, Hagrid walked up, he was like, um, you know. 
the date the you know what in the 713 or oh oh no i got the line wrong i i am so in in the video i went up to the goblin i said the 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 you know what in vault 713 but i think the line is the the you know what in vault you know which so i'll be posting that video too on at the bottom discussion on instagram uh so that was fun and it was i mean it was it was none of it was fake. It was all high ceilinged, um, except for the the stone. It was not a real stone. Um, the actually there, there was a really cool video that was showing a, a bit later in the the tour of how they made the the marble columns. They pretty much dyed huge pieces of paper and like washed them with like plaster and paint and like different kinds of stuff and kind of like. Uh, glued them around these um, like wooden uh, columns to make them look real, and they look they look so real. If you knock on them, if you if you feel them, they are very real, uh, not not stone, but they they're very solid, obviously, because the building is standing up. And I'm um, also in the if you 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 can't go there, but if you you kind of walk out of it, you can see around the partition, and you can see the stairs leading down to the vaults, um, which is uh, actually another cool thing in the 20 year anniversary that I think. Um, um, Helena Bottom Carter and Jenny Radcliffe are are kind of run, running around, and so that is that is another cool thing. And kind of the, the second part of this Gringotts set was the um, kind of dragon part of this. So if you walk a bit farther into the second section of the tour, you will get into this room that you can walk around in, but it is pretty much the remains of Gringotts after the dragon ruined it. So the columns are on the ground, the goblins are sprawled, the tables and chairs are everywhere. The stands are are like crumbled and they kind of have smoke coming out of it to kind of like mimic the, the the dust of all the fallen columns and there's a video playing of the dragon and if you stay there for the for, for the beginning so first it's silent and then you're like okay this is cool and then you hear like a boom and then another boom, and then a boom, 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 and the dragon bursts out of the floor. This, this is a video, so this is not real. Uh, the dragon bursts out of the floor, and it lands, and you can like feel the vibration. The sound is so loud, and the lights are like like on the dragon. And it's it's like all like, bright, like green and gray, and you can see like it's all modeled and stuff like that. And the dragon sees you, and it runs towards you. It's it's like it's scary. And the dragon breathes fire, and the lights like shoot red and orange, and it's like flashing and all on all this stuff and it was really cool and then the dragon flapped swings and leaves and holding resets it is it is really stunning it, it is a really amazing piece of of art really um so that was my second favorite thing and now my favorite thing of the entire studio tour this would be the last thing on the list my throat is dying if you cannot tell her talking this long we're almost on an hour this is the longest episode of the pot of discussion we've ever had on to my absolute favorite part of the tour. It was the model of Hogwarts. And fortunately, Hogwarts doesn't really exist. So they had to find a way to make the castle feel real, to feel huge, to feel big, really. So what they did was they created a model. Now, I will say this model is gigantic. Gigantic! It almost took up the entire room, and it is not big as big things go. But I could see the detail. Every blade of grass was a little like like swipe of a toothpick. Um, every detail there was like the, the forbidden forest. Every tree, every every leaf. There was little lines in every leaf, and this thing was. I mean. I I think my I I'm not gonna say anything because I think my my memory might be um, uh, expanding this a bit. But I'm gonna say upwards of about 20 feet. 
I mean, 20 feet by about 20 feet. Pretty, pretty big. I mean, the, the detail on this thing. And, of course, the the castle. There was um, every turret, every little window had a little light behind it. I saw the trees, the, the bridge even, um, the, the courtyard, the greenhouses, the, the divination tower, the astronomy tower, the everything, the Quidditch pitch. Everything was so cool. And the Owlery, too, which is a uh, uh, fun touch. The Owlery was was right there. It was, like, up on a hill. You could kind of see the path that was kind of, uh, like, you could walk up uh, across the bridge, up the mountain, and to the Owlery, which was uh, really cool. Um, and the lighting here was really cool. It was all blue and kind of, like, moody and mysterious and mystical and magical. And it was just this really awesome experience to finally see Hogwarts, to finally see what you, <laughs> what, what the whole thing is about. And I mean, it's especially combined with, with things like the Great Hall, um, kind of comparing those two and getting a feel for how big Hogwarts is. I mean, reading the books, you can only get a sense of really how, how large it, the, the castle is. Um, but here you, you really know because the Great Hall, I mean, is, is the, the largest room there, um, of, of just one exhibit. Of course, besides the, the, uh, the nine, platform nine and three quarters. Um, and just seeing that and then seeing the model of Hogwarts and seeing how small the, the Great Hall is compared to the model is just, I mean, crazy just to see like the, the little, like the, the little cube of light that is, that is the Great Hall. And then remembering how large the Great Hall actually is, that was, I mean, just amazing, amazing. So, unfortunately, that is all I got. I wish I could go on. I wish I could continue this series forever. But unfortunately, we're an hour. Oh my gosh, we're nearing an hour here. This is the longest episode of the Potter Discussion we have ever had. And I know I did a season three highlight reel that I do know like a while ago. I'm going to see if that was uh, longer than than what I did here, because I mean, (laughs) let me tell you, this is is uh, pretty, pretty crazy because doing an hour long episode just feels like almost like 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 I'm doing something wrong. I'm like I'm going too long. And yeah, I I have it here. The season 3 highlight reel is only 40 minutes. Wow, I remember I seem to remember being a lot longer than that. Uh, so there you have it. This is the longest episode of the Potter discussion ever. And I let me tell you, it's the one I enjoyed the most for sure. Um so thank you so much for sticking with me. If you're hearing this, uh you must care a little bit about what I have to say. So for that, I am forever grateful to you. Um if you are ever in uh, London, if you're ever or in it or I should say around London, go to the Harry Potter studio. You will not regret it. It is exp- <laughs> it is a bit expensive for a for a ticket. Um but it is a hundred percent, a bajillion percent worth it. It is beautiful to go in there. It is it is the Harry Potter fans' dream. So absolutely go to the Harry Potter studios. If you're in the UK, I know I have some friends in the UK. Uh, make sure that you go there. I know um, it's it's a it's a bit of a trek if you're not around there. Um, but if you are, even if you're not, okay, I'm I am revising my advice. No matter where you are in the world. Go to the Harry Potter studio. I am not endorsed by them. This is not sponsored. Go to the Harry Potter studio, please. It'll quell my... my. 
want to even say anymore. It will make me so happy to know that I I inspired someone else to go to the the Harry Potter studio, which is I mean again the absolute best place I have ever been. I mean, top 10 experiences of my life. Like I already said, in the UK, I know uh, it's a, it's a, I'm mo- most of my listeners, well, uh, like a good portion of my listeners are from the UK. So make sure you go. And okay, I am going on way too long. I'm going on way too long. Where was an hour? I have to wrap this up. I just wanted to keep talking to, to prolong this episode, but I think we have to, it is, it is time. Uh, if you have any questions or comments about this episode, if you want to hear some more about the, the studio, make sure you send me an email. Me email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. And I, like I mentioned before in this episode, if you want to DM me, um, I will be posting a lot of my pictures from the studio on Instagram. And my Instagram is at thepotterdiscussion. We've got a cool link coming out again, finally, soon. Uh, this Wednesday, if you're not listening uh, in real time, do not worry because another clinic is just around the corner. And when you sign up, you get the ultimate guide to a perfect Harry Potter marathon that gives you two Easter eggs from each film that now I know where they come from. Uh-huh. Uh, that too, to make your watching experience just that much better. Thank you for listening to this. Again, I am grateful that you decided to spend your hour of your life again hour that's really long uh, an hour of your life with me uh so i hope you enjoyed this episode and as always remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one only remembers to turn on the light i'm gonna drink a water and i'll see you later this was the potter discussion